Welcome visionaries and revolutionaries to the Aligned Empire podcast, your gateway to building a movement of change, wealth, and impact. I'm your host, Drea Brown. This podcast is for the visionary woman who is ready to master the energetic frequencies of money, business, and herself, and is ready to expand into a frequency, life, and empire that mirrors her highest purpose. Together, we are rising up and reshaping the world as we know it, defying limitations and boldly embodying our highest selves. You're not just listening to another podcast. You're embarking on an epic journey. If you're listening to this today, then you're probably someone who is trying to grow their audience because they want to make a massive impact in the world. But the thing is, with today's landscape, there are so many different ways to make an impact. There are so many different social media channels. There are so many different strategies out there to turn to. So how do we know which one is right for us? How do we know who the hell is right? And how do we know which step we need to take next? So today we're going to be talking about how I grew my audience to over 600,000 followers in only four months. I never went on Facebook. I had almost no social media experience. So if I can do it, you absolutely can too. So I'm going to start from the very beginning. Exactly how did I even get there? What happened? How did I find myself on TikTok? So here's a little bit of my story and how I got here. Basically, I was in the corporate world. I was doing sales. I was very successful in that world. That's all I really cared about was my job, was my corporate career. And then I burnt out like big time. I was hospitalized. They actually took me to a psychiatric hospital. They thought I was bipolar because I could not sleep. It was like days that I hadn't slept and I couldn't even think straight at that point. I was having panic attacks almost every single day for months straight. Um, I was smoking weed 24-7 pretty much, nonstop smoking weed. I was just not in a good place at all. When I got into the psychiatric hospital, I knew something massive had to change my life. I knew when I was in there that either this could be the best thing that ever happened in my entire life or the absolute worst thing that could happen in my entire life. And I made a point that day that it was I was going to make this the most pivotal thing of my entire freaking life. And it did. It was. So I got out of the psychiatric hospital, but it wasn't an uphill trajectory after that. It was more like a very windy, wavy path. I would say absolutely that was the lowest point of my life when I was in that psychiatric hospital 100%. But it wasn't so easy after that. I went and I was living with my parents for a little bit in their basement. And, you know, I was so depressed and I was so unhappy. And I was even Googling how to be happy at three in the morning. And I knew something in my life had to change. I was with one of my friends and they were talking about how they just got back from a trip from Cambodia, from some third world countries. And it was the most amazing experience they ever had in their entire life. And I can't explain it, but there was something about the the way they spoke about this, it just spoke to my soul. And I never, I'd gone to Mexico one time and then Canada one time. So I wasn't a world traveler by any means. I've lived in the same state my entire life, which is something that felt totally crazy to me. But I felt like I had to have something crazy in my life in order to really expand into something more than what I was doing with my life. So I went back home and I started researching nonstop about all of this. Like, what what is it like to travel? What's going on? And it led me to selling basically almost all of my stuff. And I had, I think I brought four shirts and two or three pairs of pants, a few pairs of socks, some underwear. And I have everything in my tiny little 40 liter backpack. It's not very big. And um, I went and traveled the world and I did that on and off for about six years. I went with the intention of finding myself. I had no idea who the hell I was, what I was doing. I didn't know anything about myself. I had been with boyfriends pretty much my entire life. I 
was very rarely single and um, I didn't know who I was. It was either I was identified with having a boyfriend, but I was also identified with having a career. So I really needed to find something deeper within myself and find out who I was underneath all of these labels, underneath all of these things in my life. I didn't know who I was. So I went and traveled with that intention. I met a guy, a Buddhist, and he talked about a 10-day meditation. The things that he was talking about, I'd never heard anybody in my entire life speak the way he did. He talked about not being fearful of death, about how everything's an illusion, how thoughts are just passing, how you're not your your mind, how you're not your thoughts. It was just incredible and extraordinary. And it, again, it was nothing I'd ever heard before. And I was hooked. I couldn't stop thinking about what he was saying and how he was saying it. And I knew I had to go find one of those 10-day meditations. And I did. And I had never meditated before in my entire life. I did one of these and it was like 10 hours straight of meditation or more than 10 hours per day of meditation. No speaking, no talking, no reading, nothing. Like literally nothing, just meditating. You can't even look at people's faces. So it was very intense. But after this whole experience, I sought out every spiritual experience that I possibly could. I was I did. Um, I volunteered in the middle of an uh, Ecuadorian rainforest and did ayahuasca there. Um, I did several ceremonies of ayahuasca. I volunteered several different places. And I just saw again, sought every single spiritual experience I possibly could. And, you know, it what it did was it led me back home. And then at that point, I knew I needed to get another job because I needed to make a little money. And I heard about people were talking about manifesting at the time. And I was like, huh, what is manifesting? I was like, I guess I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to give it all I can. And I'm going to believe it with all of my heart. And I did. I told myself the type of boyfriend I wanted at the time, exactly the type of guy that I wanted. I told myself the type of apartment that I wanted to rent. I told myself the type of job I wanted. I wanted a remote job. I wanted to make a certain amount of money every single year. And I had this in my mind. And it's so insane because every single day I was manifesting. I felt like I already had it. I asked the universe exactly so clear exactly what I wanted every single day, asking, 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 feeling, embodying, and knowing it's going to happen and releasing any and all expectations. And it's kind of amazing sometimes because sometimes even now it can be difficult to manifest from day to day, month to month. Sometimes you go through those periods of stagnant manifestation. And sometimes I look back, I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe I was able to do that right away. But sometimes it's like, we know so little that it's almost helpful that way. So I think that's really what helped. But I landed that perfect freaking job. And it was, they weren't even offering a remote position. That was the craziest part. But I told them I was only going to do remote and they had to come back to me. They said, they're like, yes, we'll do it. We'll do it for you. You know, so I didn't have to move. And the guy that I found is exactly what I wanted. It was different later, but you know, it was, it was just like everything worked out so perfectly and I manifested exactly what I want. Long story short, worked this job. Again, I still didn't learn my lesson of getting burned out because I wasn't that far in my spiritual journey. It didn't feel aligned anymore. It didn't feel aligned with what I truly wanted. I manifested getting laid off. Not kidding. I literally told my friends, I want to get laid off. I might ask them to get laid off. The next meeting, my my boss laid me off. It was during COVID. So that whole crazy thing. And we were selling to companies that very much had to do with pandemics. I remember being so happy that day and like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do next? So the next step was, okay, well, okay, universe, give me a social media platform that hasn't taken off yet. That's that was like Instagram in the early days, but no one has really heard of, but I can blow up on. And then I swear it was like the next day, I was in the grocery store. I over, overheard a couple girls talking about TikTok and it, it caught my attention. I was like, okay, this is definitely a sign. So I go back to my place. I download TikTok and I am absorbed in it for two weeks straight. I study every single thing I can. 
I learn like what's going viral, what's going, what's getting attention, what's happening. And I just study everything as, as, yeah, as much as I possibly can. And with no intention of even posting yet, then I did. Then I posted three videos. It was three videos of me just doing some bull meditations where I wasn't even speaking. I was just pointing to words on the screen and that was it. And I didn't tell one soul in this entire world that I even did it. And um, I was just embarrassed. So then I w went backpacking with my one of my friends for oh, the whole weekend, I come back and one of my videos went viral. And I was like, holy shit, <laughs> here we go. And it was just one of those things where I was like, oh my God, I might be able to make money off something I truly love to do. This is insane. That's what it felt like. I don't even know if I was really thinking about the money. It was more like I can make an impact in the world. It really, a truly, 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 I don't even think I thought about a dollar or a cent back then. It, it, it was really just completely all about making an impact in people's world and showing them what meditation truly meant to me and how it totally changed my life from being diagnosed as being bipolar and being just just massive depression and anxiety like I can't even tell you how bad it was and just going from this to what I was then and how conscious I was and just how much happier I was and how much more joy I had in my life and how much more fulfillment I had in my life I just I felt like I absolutely had to share it so when one of my videos went viral it was like every single almost every single day I posted from there on out and trust me my videos in the beginning were not pretty. Once I got a thousand followers, it was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like I never in a million years thought I could get a thousand followers. And then, and then it was 5,000 and then it was 10,000. Then it was 50,000 and it was a hundred thousand. And then all of a sudden it was 200 and then 300 and then 500 and then 650,000. And it was like, what the hell is going on? But the cool thing is right now, what I want to share is how I actually did it. How did, what type of energy was required and what type of strategy was required for me going from zero to 600,000 followers without having any social media experience at all when it came, to, especially when it came to business and like actually wanting to get followers. So what really truly got me there? In the beginning, it was really just me not thinking and me just posting. That's, that's the biggest step is like too many of us think about this big grand goal of when we're posting and sometimes we just need to post. Especially if you've been a business owner for a while now, we've had so much experience comparing ourselves to others, looking at where they are, looking at their hundreds of thousands of followers and be like, oh my gosh, like they are so good on camera. Oh my gosh, they're, they're, everything's so perfect. They speak with such poise and eloquence. That's, that's the hardest part is stop comparing yourself to others. Stop judging, like be curious about where they are in their journey because I promise you every single person started from zero. Every single person had a social media account that started from zero and they had to work their way up. So that's, that's really the first step is acknowledging what's stopping you first from even posting on social media. What is it? Like if you're not posting consistently on social media, you got to ask yourself, you got to be really, really reflective and really honest. You got to be really honest with yourself. Why are you not posting on social media? Why are you not sharing your expertise? Why are you not impacting the people that need your help? And you just have to be really, yeah, just be honest with yourself. Hello, amazing visionary women. I just wanted to stop in really quick and say, if you're enjoying listening to this podcast or this episode, if you could just do a quick pause and leave a review wherever you're listening to this right now and let us know exactly what you like listening to this episode about, what type of insights were so incredible to you. My team and I work so hard delivering as much value and as much love and put as much energy as we possibly can into these episodes that it truly means the absolute world to us. Take a screenshot 
thought of this episode, share it to your Instagram story, share it to your Facebook. I love tagging you guys as well in my stories. 99% of the time, I will also tag you as well just to let my audience know, hey, there's other people listening to this podcast. So it really does mean the world. And I absolutely love going with depth rather than width. You know, I'd much rather you listen to 10 podcasts and go really, really in depth with the audience and the community rather than a hundred different podcasts. It really means everything when you can go more depth, a smaller amount of things rather than going width wise. And so I would love to extend that invitation to you guys and say, hey, I would love for us to be the community that you wanted to go more in depth with. And with that, make sure you guys go check out those show notes, go download our resources. We have amazing, incredible resources. I know 100% you're gonna absolutely love that most people are paying $2,000 for. I'm not even kidding. So make sure you guys check out those show notes and download those free resources, get on that newsletter and engage, engage with this community because we're building something really special here. And I just want to say, even if you don't want to do any of that, I appreciate you so much listening to this and being entangled in this energy and in this journey with me. So thank you so much. And let's get back to the episode. So first, admit your fear. Admit your fear of whether it's success or whether you're just fearful in general of being on camera or if you're fearful of people judging you, like maybe that you judge other people because it's usually a mirror, right? So what is it that you're actually fearful? Like, what's the worst thing that could actually happen? And then what's the best thing that can happen? Because sometimes we're not are we only scared of the worst thing that could actually happen to us, but we're also scared of the very best thing that could actually happen to us as well, which is really weird. We don't really think about that, but we're really we're fearful of our own power. We're fearful of our own success. We're fearful of how others will view us and judge us, our friends and family, once we have power, once we have influence, once we have success. So you really have to be, again, really reflective and honest with yourself. What am I truly scared of? When you do think about posting, what type of energies come up in your body? What type of feelings come up in your body? What type of emotions start to happen in your body? And you can you curiously observe them without judgment, without label? Can you just curiously observe where in your body the energies are. And I do think that's one thing that I had a, a leg up on was I didn't, I was not on social media again at all. Like I wasn't going on Facebook, Instagram, nothing. And I don't think I had that necessarily the amount of comparison that most people have or judgment. And I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means, because trust me, I've I've gone that hole now, now that I'm actually on social media. But at the time, I, nothing, I had nothing. And so I wasn't thinking about, you know, people might judge me because I've been judging other people. You know, it wasn't like a mirror. It was just like, I'm going to put stuff up, even though I was embarrassed at first. I was like, didn't tell anybody. So obviously I had something going on there. But, you know, I I didn't have that handicap there. So so asking yourself, where is that fear coming from? And so what I did was I there's this stream of momentum that's always happening. It's always happening. The stream of abundance, the stream of yeah, of, of momentum for your business. And it's always there. It's always available to you but you just have to open yourself up to it. And you might even be able to get a little bit of what I'm talking about right now. Like, where is that stream of momentum? And if you can't feel it in this moment, that's totally fine. Can you imagine a moment when you did feel it? When did you feel that stream of massive momentum in your business? Because the coolest shit part is you can tap into it again anytime you want. We have access to all energies anytime we want because we're all unified. Everything is one. So you have access to that energy. So how can you tap into that energy in this moment? How can you unlock that energy right now? Because that's exactly what I did when I first started my TikTok account. It took me a little bit to really access that energy, but I started to feel something. 
I started to post. I started to post a video and then I'd feel something. I'd feel some type of like excitement and momentum. I was like, what is this? You know? And so I started to activate. I, I kept leaning into that momentum and that energy. And I think what happens with most people is they shy away from it. They start having imposter syndrome. I was leaning into all of it. And so what when that happens, when you start feeling any type of momentum or excitement in your life or your business, lean into it, feel it, embrace it and know that it's more is coming because a lot of us were like, oh, this is awesome. And then we'll shut ourselves off because I don't deserve this or whatever your ideas or identities or thoughts that you have about this energy. You know, it's like the better it gets, the better it gets. But a lot of the times, oh, it's good. It's good now. Now I'm going to go back down to my baseline of just just okayness. So how can you allow yourself to stay in that constant flow of this is my baseline. This goodness is my baseline. This massive momentum, how am I going to raise everything else up? How am I going to get up to that next level? And so that's really what it was for me when I was growing my TikTok account. It was like I was tapping into this other energy, this higher energy. I was like, okay, this feels really good. Now what, what more? How can I experience even more? Like I'm so grateful for what I'm experiencing in this moment. But what else is there? What else is there? Because I know that like I knew there was infinite amount of energy available to us. And so that's all I was doing. I was like, I'm surrendering to this and I'm allowing this infinite, incredible energy to enter, enter my body. And every video I would post, I would feel this energy. I would feel this moment. I would lean into it more. I would embrace it more. And I would just keep doing that. And I would keep doing that. And I felt and I, I truly felt and embodied a creator that already had hundreds of thousands of followers. Every single video, every single thing that I said, every single thing I did, every single live that I went on, I didn't look at my current number. I felt the number of hundreds of thousands of followers of this is who I am. This is the type of impact I'm embodying right now. This is the type of videos that a creator with this amount of followers would post, with millions of followers would post. This is what type of impact. Like, And how would you carry yourself differently in your videos, in your content, if you already had millions of followers, what type of confidence would you have? How would your standards for posting a video be different? If you had millions of eyes on you, when you are feeling this massive momentum in your content, I 1000% other people feel it too. But if you don't have momentum, if you're not excited about your content, your audience feels it. New followers, people will not, it won't be a new follower because it will just be a new viewer and they won't follow you because they don't feel that momentum. People want to follow people who have massive momentum in their life. So if you don't really have momentum going on in your business, if there's not that energy of excitement, of joy, of gratitude, of just something really truly happening for this person, it's not interesting. It is going to be a lot harder getting followers. And every single person has the ability to tap into this momentum. And if someone's already successful and they don't really have that momentum, but they have something else going for them, if they were still able to tap into that momentum, massive, like crazy things would happen for their business. It's like, it, it's like, I can't even begin to tell you the type of success they would actually have in that moment. But it's really it's all about that massive momentum. And it's like just surrendering to it. It's really, you can't can't go out and find it. That's the weird part about it. It's not like out here. It's in here. So you feel it out here and then you can activate it on the outside. So you feel it inside and then there's this stream that's connecting you from inside to an outside momentum stream. And if that's like if you're just like sitting there like what the hell is she talking about? That is totally okay because this is pretty esoteric stuff. Even if again, if this does not make sense to you in this moment, just allow it to be a seed that's planted. 
just allow it to be a seed that's planted and just mull over it without thinking about it. Just allow yourself to surrender to what I'm saying right now and what truth there might be behind these words. That there is these streams of consciousness all around us, streams of emotion, streams of energy all around us. And we're able to tap into each one as we please, but we just have to know how to find it and where to find it inside first. So how do you find your massive momentum inside? What does it feel like? When I was able to set for example, like company records in one day, like what did, what, what type of momentum? I, I, I tapped in, even though I wasn't spiritual at the time, even though I was, I was able to tap into some type of momentum in those days that I sold the most. There's some type of excitement that I was able to tap into. And I want you to be able to tap into it too, whenever you want. And so for you, what is it? Like, where can you think of a memory or an, a time in your life where you felt that massive momentum and it was just like, like lit your entire body up and you were excited and it felt surreal. And it was like, oh my, like you felt unlimited. You felt limitless. Like you could do anything. And like money wasn't a thing. Like you could just spend money because you had so much. If you don't have that specific, you know, example, that's totally fine. But like whatever resonates with you in this moment, just l allow it to be and don't judge anything like about yourself or me. Like allow yourself to really think about this experience that you were able to have and what, what did it feel like? And, and if you were to have to tap back into it, how would that feel? If you could visualize yourself back in that moment without a doubt, closing your eyes, taking a deep breath and visualizing yourself back in that moment, right in this moment, you can you can put yourself there, allow yourself to become more of that experience and less of this moment, less of you right in this present moment. How can you do that? And what feelings were in your body then that may not be present in your body right now? What's the difference? Is there anything in your body in this present moment that might feel a little heavier, that felt lighter back then, or vice versa? And really dig deep here. And going back, if you need to pause this, please pause this if you need more time for this because it's so powerful when you can do it. And then just hold that feeling and ask, how can I bring this feeling into my business right now? How can I bring this feeling into my day-to-day -day life, into my content, into my videos, into my audience, into my impact? How can I bring that type of energy into my life right now? And so going back to my TikTok and how I was able to use this energy, I use this energy in every single thing I did in my business, every single thing. I didn't, I really didn't look at other people's businesses at the time. I was just focused on my own momentum. And I think that's also something else that's really huge for us is we'll, we'll start to feel our own momentum and we start to find something right that's in our own life, within our own business. And then we'll look at someone else's business and then we're going to try and take something from their business and then try it in our business, even though something was already working in our business. And then we cut that momentum off. It's just, it's like crazy. So when you start to feel momentum, shut off all of this exterior noise, all of this exterior comparison and judgment and just go for it. That is the, one of the most powerful things I can honestly tell you about this. Like once you start to feel that momentum, shut everything else out, focus on that momentum and start to embrace it and lean into that momentum and go with it. And when there's a thought that comes up that you think that is, it's like trying to block it, start journaling about it, meditate on it, and visualize yourself again back in that momentum where that will lead you. Maybe again, that's your past memory or maybe it's a, just maybe it's a very present memory. And so keep leaning into that momentum. And that's exactly what I did. I leaned into that momentum and I leaned into that momentum. Every video was more and more and more momentum. And as I was leaning into my momentum, I looked at the videos that really did well. Every video I would analyze the hell out of. And people do not do this enough. I'm saying every single video I did. I looked at why did this video get 
50,000 views? And why did this video get hundreds of thousands of views? You know, why did this one get millions of views? And why did this one only get 20,000? And I would study every single video, literally probably watched every single video at least 50 times. I'm not kidding. And I enjoyed it. It wasn't like, oh, I have to watch my video now. And it was like, oh my God, I am creating something beautiful in this world. Because I was editing my videos at that point. I did every single thing. I posted them. And I mean, I would, I would edit them and edit them and edit them and edit them and watch them, watch them, watch them. And I'd even post it in a private video just so I could see what it even looks like on TikTok. If, if you can post your videos private first and see what it would look like to a viewer, to your audience? How would you view it on the For You page? It's like we shut off our observant mechanism and we just go into bold judgment mode about what we look like, about what we were saying. But can you look at it from someone who's totally new, who's never even seen your page? And what type of energy is this person giving off to you? Is there any parts that get dull or boring? Is there any parts that lose energy within those videos? Because that's one of the most important parts that I found when I was building my account was I started to realize some of the videos that didn't do as well as others are the ones that had energy that was lost inside the video. Because the biggest thing on in these algorithms is going to be number one is watch time because they want to get your they want your ass to stay exactly where it is on their platform. So they're going to prioritize watch time. So you need to make sure, is there any part of my video that they would stop watching. And if there is, you got to be ruthless and cut that shit out or make it engaging or interesting or re-record it. I literally will sit there and, and record the hook 10, 12 different times. Still, even though I've been doing this for several years, I still re-record my hook 12 different times because I want it to come off right. I want it to attract the right type of person. I want it to have the right type of energy. And so there's nothing wrong with re-recording all of your stuff all the time, unless that doesn't feel good to you. But you have to keep asking what resonates with me. What worked for me may not work for you, but I'm going to tell you what did work for me. Something else that really, really helped me grow my account was I truly, truly, truly cared about the people in my comments. Almost every single one of my clients, almost every single person that I consult, like most people don't care about the people in their comments. They see it as a number. If you're listening to this, like I really want this to hit like in your heart. I want this to hit as deep as I possibly can. Oh my gosh, I'm like almost getting emotional about this because these pe like these people are commenting, they're taking time out of their day and they're giving love to you and your video. How can you just make a little bit more time and intentionally comment back to every single person that you can? What I would do is I would sit on my video after I posted it for 30 minutes, sometimes an hour, and I would comment back to every single person and I would use their first name. Even if it meant I had to go onto their profile and see what their first name was, I would comment back with their first name and I would like really take the time not to just give a canned quick response because I didn't feel like I had time. I would think down it, like surrender into this comment as if no other person or comment existed. I put all of my energy into this person and gave them love. I literally opened my heart and felt connected to this person. And oh my God, it is such a fucking difference if you can do this. If you can feel connected with your heart with this person, feel truly connected. Like they're not just some random person on TikTok or on a profile or on social media. Like they are a real life beating person that loves you and supports you. And so I would go and watch their videos even. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that you do karaoke too. 
You know, that's so cool. I would find similarities and guess what? I did that from the very freaking beginning. And I had such an engaged community. I had a community that really, really loved me and I loved them. And it was so beautiful to see. And they gave me love on every video because they knew I would give them love back. That's the biggest thing. Oh my God, you guys don't comment to people just because it's going to build your fucking views or it's going to give you better. It's going to show better in the algorithm. Stop doing that shit. Stop. It fucks you up. I'm like, kind of like, yeah, there's like some anger here. Too many people do this. Stop treating it like this. You have to treat this person like they're really a part of your community and you're commenting back to them because you love them and you want them to feel supported and you want them to be a part of your community and feel really connected. So start commenting back like that with that type of energy because those people are going to be the ones that are just your, your ride and die. They're your ride and die fans and they're going to continue coming back. And it feels so incredible when you can see the same exact people every single video and the cool part about that as well is other people that don't even aren't even in your audience. You know how many people look in the comments? It's kind of insane. But those people will look in your comments and they'll look at the type of responses that you give and they're automatically going to want to be in your audience. It's just it's like they want to feel connected. Like, oh my God, like this person actually cares about them. They want to feel connected too. It's such a huge branding opportunity. But the thing is, I almost don't want to say it's a branding opportunity because it's such a beautiful opportunity in general to connect with beautiful, incredible people in your audience. Because if they if you can put out first authentic content, content that really resonates with your soul, content that that will draw your ideal client in, people that really need your impact, then it's like the people that comment on your video are those people. Like you are entangled in their energy and it's beautiful. I think I will make a whole episode about this because it's so beautiful and important. And it was one such it made such an impact in my business and my my following and my audience, just really caring about people. And I, I know Gary Vee talks about it all the time. Like he will comment back to everybody still or he sends really thoughtful emails to people and it really makes a big difference. And it's not just making a difference to those other people that you're doing it to. It also makes a difference in yourself because ultimately deep down you start to love yourself more because you start to give a shit more about people. You start to really care about people and you start seeing yourself as I'm not just doing this to get people to buy from me. I'm not just doing this to get people my audience or like an egocentric type of thing. I'm doing this because I love this person on the other side and I feel connected. And when you can have that type of identity around commenting with people, it, it totally changes the type of person you view yourself as completely. And, and you feel like you're doing this all from the goodness of your heart because it true you truly are. When you really can start getting intentional about where you're doing play things from, sales becomes easy as fuck, you guys. Like it is so easy easy to sell. Business becomes so easy when you truly care about people underneath it all. And it starts with small things like commenting. It starts with small things like calling people by their first name and actually caring about the other person on the other side of the screen. We don't do that enough. When we can start doing this, it's going to change everything. And this is the movement that I'm so passionate about doing is like really being intentional with everything that we're doing in our business. And because it it's all it will all come down if you're doing it from a, a place of just wanting people to buy your shit or to get into your audience, then you do start seeing yourself as a manipulative. It's just weird. You start seeing yourself in a different type of view. You start seeing yourself as like, well, I'm scared and I'm timid to sell. Well, I wonder why, you know, like you feel guilty because like deep down, you don't really give a shit about people. Or you don't really give a shit about these people that are buying. And I know that might sound harsh and I don't want to put a blanket term on everybody. You really have to get deep down and like, okay, well, what is my intention in all of this? 
what is my intention? You know, like when I do comment back to people, am I just doing it so I can get more comments or more views or so, so the algorithm will reward me more and just really getting intentional with what is actually happening with all of this. And it's so, uh, yeah, I, I just could go on and on, but these people will support you for freaking ever. And it's like, it makes posting so much easier when you have a, a, when you're posting to just a group of amazing friends. And that's really what it feels like. And then you go live and then they're, they're there and they're like commenting and they're just like enjoying you and you're enjoying them and you call them by their first name. And it's like, everyone feels so special because they are, it's so cool. And so I'm going to go a little bit off track of what we've been talking about. Cause mostly we were talking about alignment, embodiment, energies, things like that. And so a little bit different route is going to be talking about the strategy behind all of it, because there is strategy behind all of this energy talk behind everything else. There is strategy involved with building an audience. There doesn't always have to be. I have seen countless creators not use any strategy at all and go massively viral and make tons of money. There is totally possible and it happens all the time. But if you want to use strategy, if that honestly, if it resonates with you and you just enjoy using it, that's when to use it. I love using strategy. I just love it. I think I geek out about this stuff and it just it brings me joy to think about different ways to strategize and different ways to position things. And it's just it's it's fun for me. So the strategy involved is different all the time. What I love to do is think about what is important to these social media platforms. Ultimately, what's their main goal? Because you can learn all of these different strategies and different tactics and different hashtags to use in the moment, like how many I need to do or what times to post, all this stuff. But ultimately, it's like, what are these platforms, each and every platform, what is it trying to do exactly? And in this moment, for the majority of popular platforms out there, they're trying to get people to stay on their platform. So what does that mean for my content? Well, if, if the platform wants people to stay as long as possible, then it probably means I should make really good content so they'll continue to stay. Because let's be real, people are not going to stay on a platform that has shit content. It just won't happen. They'll, they'll just stop using it. And so these platforms are rewarding people with good content, rewarding people with content that makes people continue watching again and again and again. So when we can understand that, when we can just make all of this, all of the strategy and all of the algorithms that simple, it really does become that simple. So how do we make people stay on our videos longer? And I just want to say, I, I can't tell you every single client of mine asked me, well, what about the hashtags? What, what What's my hashtag strategy? Like, actually, the hashtag strategy is probably the biggest. And it's like, there is not a mother effing hashtag that is going to make you go viral. You can't make a shit video and have an amazing hashtag that you were just able to hack into. It's just not going to happen. You're never going to go viral just because of the hashtag. And so you have to have an amazing video and then maybe coupled with a good hashtag. But the majority of my videos had no hashtags because these algorithms want your videos to do freaking well. So the thing is, they're what they're going to do is they want people to watch your good videos. So if you're making amazing videos, they're going to make sure people are watching them. And so that's going to be the biggest thing to really put all your energy and effort into is making good videos. Make your content creator. Everyone in this moment that posts on social media is a content creator. They're literally putting out content for people. Obviously, everyone's goals are different, whether they want to sell their coaching services or whether they want to have brand deals. 
but ultimately we're all content creators. Going back a little bit to rewatching your video. And when you watch your video, you know, since we're, we're paying attention to watch time, that's gonna be the most important. We're making videos that are really good. So where in your video, when you're doing a video, where in your video does it go stagnant? Where does it feel boring? Where does it lose energy? Where does it feel like you're talking way too long and it's like boring? Where in those videos is that happening? And what can you do to make it different? Can you cut something out? And does it really need to be three minutes long when it can really only be one minute long? And what else, what else can you do to really make it engaging? Something else that is so massive, the more that we start using AIs, the more that we start maybe feeling more disconnected as more and more technology gets inter introduced to us is going to be storytelling. And you probably have heard it before, but it's so important. And so how can you introduce storytelling into your content? How can you make it, how, how can you give people stories? Whether it's about your client, whether it's about yourself, whether it's just a story in general. One of my a really amazing creator that I just think is hilarious is Ryan Trahan, but it's the guy that started with one penny and he went all the way across a big giant penny to Mr. Beast. But he is one of the most incredible storytellers. And I think if you really want to learn how to do storytelling, go watch him. Go watch some of his videos. You could even just like write how to do storytelling. And you could, there's so many amazing creators. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about a lot about storytelling in these podcasts and these episodes because it's so important. When you think of good storytellers and your friend groups, even in podcasting or social media, who are people that captivate? your attention, that holds your attention, that knows how to start a good story. Because we can start sit here and say, yes, it's all about the hook. But it's really, it's so important how we start stories. Like if you start a story really like pretty bland and boring, no one's going to listen. Or it's just not going to start off so hot, you know, unless you have really good listeners, you know, then they'll listen. But you really, it's like how you start a story and it's how you use your expression, how you get into the story. How do you get into your videos? How can you tell a story inside of your videos? It doesn't even have to be a personal story. That's the cool part is people are like, I, I'm not a good storyteller you know I don't know I don't really have anything to share within my stories but you don't have to do it inside your stories you can even do it while sharing facts and information you know so how can you make people feel connected to what you're sharing and it's almost like you're telling a story a few ideas is one one is giving scientific facts you know you can say like back in 1989 which is what I was born back in 1989 this scientist figured out that couples who have small talk actually stay together longer when there was one couple that they tr they, they really studied deep down you know like kind of starting your videos off something like that works really well obviously don't know these people you're literally just spouting off a scientific fact but when you can bring stories into it like that or maybe you want to talk about you know how Mr. Beast gained 100 million followers in only five years or 10 years how can you introduce other people's stories into your own content and use it as your own content how can you introduce even current events and, and just make it a story and make people engage and make people have fun and make people entertained. Even if you're talking about trauma work or or really deep stuff, how can you bring in more stories to your content so you're not just fucking sitting there and spouting off facts? Like here are five signs that blah, 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 blah. And then you're just going one, two, three, four, five. No, like how can you get people more engaged in your content and really feel more connected? And it's going to be stories. It's going to be you're going to have to insert some type of story in there somewhere to get people to really feel more connected and more engaged with your content. What I want you to do after this video, I want you to go to your profile and I want you to just feel the energy of your profile. What does it feel like? If you did not know yourself, what type of energy would you feel from this person? Does it feel like they're going somewhere in life? 
Or does it kind of feel like they're just posting and there's no confidence and they're just kind of small and shy and they just don't, you know, they're just there's there there's not much going. What do you get from your profile? Because you, you're going to feel something from your profile. And when you do feel what you feel from your pro- profile, do you like it? And if you don't, how can you change it? How can you add again? How can you add in more momentum? How can you activate that momentum? How can you tap into the mo- that momentum and feel massive energy when it comes to looking at your profile? How can you totally switch that around? What is it going to look like for you to do that? And maybe this is maybe this is going to be one good time where you can go to other people's profiles that you do feel massive momentum for. And what's the difference without judging? This is the hard part without making yourself feel bad. How can you curiously observe? the difference of energy, just energy, just purely energy. How can you observe the energy of this other content creator and then observe the energy of your own profile? And what are the differences? What are the different feelings? How can you use maybe tap in the same stream of energy that they're feeling and then use it, but channel it as your own. That's really powerful. Channeling other people's energy as your own. You can feel the the stream of energy of momentum that other people are tapping into and then channel it as your own. Then that's that's one of the reasons why why we are just gravitating and we're magnetized to people who are going somewhere. It's because we're able to tap into some of that energy too, because we're empathic people. You want to be able to tap into other people's energy and then use it and channel it for yourself. So if because and that's where comparison comes in. If you're just busy comparing and judging, you'll never be able to tap into their energy. You'll never be able to channel their energy into your content into your business. So if you can get over the judgment and everything else, the comparison, then what's going to happen is you are going to be able to access that stream of consciousness, that access that stream of energy that is always available to you that you can use within your business, within your content, within making an impact in this world. And it's so crazy powerful. Ultimately, with all of this, I know we spoke out a lot on this episode with such an important episode to really take in and to really know what is it that really makes someone have a massive audience? Like, what is it? You know, what's the strategies? Everyone wants to know what's the blueprint, what's the strategy when it really isn't a blueprint or a strategy necessarily. It's really that they were able to tap into an energy. They were able to tap into a momentum. They were able to tap into a unified momentum that was already there. That's the biggest thing. You have to tap into something that's already there. You can't just create something out of thin air. You can, but it's a lot harder. But if you can already tap into something that's already there in energy of people that need something, that want something. And there, it, it is going to be there and it's going to connect perfectly with your gift, with your impact, but you just have to find it. And sometimes it's going to take consistent posting. Sometimes it won't take four months. Sometimes it will take a really long time. But if you can stay consistent and continuing to embrace and lean into this amazing momentum and energy, you're going to get there. You 100% will if you just keep consistent and keep leaning into the energy and notice when you start getting stagnant in your content. Notice when you stop enjoying it. Notice when you feel, when it just feels numb inside when you have to go record. That's when you really need to switch up your strategy. That's when you really need to start switching up something. You know, I, for example, I was getting really stagnant and I felt so freaking bored in my my content when I was just, I would go and batch 30 videos in a day, short form videos. You know, they were like a minute, a minute and a half, um, sometimes only 30 seconds, but I would batch 30 videos in a day and I hated it. I would do that because I didn't like doing short form videos anymore. So I just wanted to get it all over with. And that was the energy I went in with. I just wanted to get it all over with. So I do 30 videos in a day and then my team would post it. And then once we got to the very end, I was like, oh my God, I don't even like this video anymore. It doesn't even resonate with me anymore. I don't personally like batching content unless it's something I believe for a really, really long time. It's like my evergreen belief, which is pretty much everything I talk about in my podcast for the most part. At least I think so, but I do change all the time. So I noticed myself starting to get bored with my short form content. What I did was I 
I started a podcast and I realized I get so much energy and I feel insane, amazing, incredible after I film a podcast, after I record a podcast. There's something like I start, I feel like I start channeling. Sometimes it takes me a little bit to get into the groove and into the flow. But once I start getting into the groove and the flow, I channel my stuff. And I love that feeling. You're literally connecting to source energy or connecting to something bigger than yourself. And it's like, where did I even get this information? That's why I like podcasting. And I wasn't able to get into that flow when I was doing short form videos. Personally, you start to realize when you start posting a lot of content, especially a lot of different ideas and content, and especially short form video, because I think short form video, there's a lot of subtleties there. And when you can really start to analyze these subtleties, you'll really start to get all of your content better. So I really do think it's important to get really good at short form videos because it's by far that I know of, it's the best way to get people into your world, into your vortex, into your business. Like, the fastest way. If you're listening to this podcast right now, again, I'm recording a video, I'm recording a podcast. And then what my team is going to do is that they're going to cut up these short form video content clips, and then they're going to post them on all of my social medias. And so what that's going to do is it's going to lead people back into my podcast, back into my world where I can cultivate and nurture them. And maybe you're one of those people that came from a short form video. That'd be awesome. Let me know. I'd totally love to know, actually. So it's just so important to understand short form video and get really good at it. And you don't have to sit there and do short form video. Like if you don't like it and it doesn't resonate, you can do exactly what I'm doing, like do longer form content and then just cut it up. But using short form videos in this moment, it's by far the most powerful thing that you possibly could do in terms of getting people into your world because it's so shareable, it's organic, and people want more and more authentic content. And it's it's really easy to go viral if you know what you're doing. Make sure your hook is amazing. Make sure the second segment of your video is amazing, your third segment, your fourth segment, and then your outro. So make sure, like I like to think of my video in different types of clips, so different segments. And I just make sure every single segment of my video is amazing and that I love it. So my my hook is like dynamite, like it lights shit up. And then my other segment is amazing. And like, you know, it's like every segment, but is any segment of that boring or stagnant, you know, like, does it need to change? So, all right, I probably shouldn't, you know, like make a part two or something with this. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna keep talking about all this type of information, but this is really like, ultimately, this is an overview. Like I could go into this even more, but this is an overview of how I gained my audience on TikTok. It was so cool because, you know, with short from video two, I was able to get easy off two videos. I was able to get 10,000 emails. And when I say emails, I mean, engaged people, like super, super engaged people in my audience who book calls with me, who like buy from me, all this stuff. But it's like, I was able to get 10,000 people from two short videos. And they were like 45 seconds each, maybe a minute. It's just amazing the power of short form video when you really can tap into this impact and power of short form video. If you haven't already really start to think about short form video and how you can use it to impact your business and how you can use it to grow, make a bigger impact. And you know, just another really, really quick story. I was able to go live on TikTok and I had over 43,000 people at one time listening to my meditation. That that was the, one of the most powerful days in my entire life. And it's crazy. But if you could imagine the power of being live in front of 43,000 people, because being live is even more powerful than doing video. So if you can imagine 43,000 people that you can be live in front of and you sell your services or you tell them to go to your email list or you say to subscribe or whatever you want to do. But like having that type of impact that many people is so beautiful. So I hope this helps. So ultimately, it's just, you know, knowing that you are already that powerful creator, that person who can 
who really can or already has millions of followers. So what would you do if you already had millions of followers? And focus on your watch time. Focus on, you know, making really amazing videos. Make consistently be obsessed with making incredible videos because again, you're a content creator. It's only going to get harder and harder to to really make amazing videos because so many people are upping their game as well. So just really focus on making amazing videos because it's really our responsibility to impact as many people as we can. Make your videos amazing and um, you know, don't 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 focus too much about hashtag strategies. Don't focus too much about all the other tiny little details. Just make good videos and everything else will follow. Care about the people in your audience, care about the comments and st start being really, really self-reflective over your type, your content. Like ask yourself, would I watch this video? Would I care about this video? Does this bring up any emotions for me? And just keep being reflective, keep being reflective. Watch every single video of yours, you know, compare the videos. Why did this one do better? Why did this one do worse? Just be obsessed with this whole content creation process. Do what resonates with you. You can have any type of structure. You can have any type of strategy and it's going to work. This is pretty as basic as I possibly can get as in terms of, you know, getting a massive audience. But if you just follow this, like you will get an amazing audience that totally loves you. So I hope this helps. If you liked it, please, please, please leave a review. I would love it. Like it really does. I know I say this every episode, but it helps us so much when you leave a review. It helps us. It helps others. It helps us make a bigger impact in everyone's lives. It helps grow our community. I can't tell you how amazing it is for us. You know, sharing this on Instagram, your social handles is so amazing as well. We love to share you guys in the stories. Anytime you guys want to email us, we love to hear from you. We love to hear any, you know, critiques you have, any type of like ahas or anything else. We love to hear from it. From you and we love even sharing those with those stories we just love it so thank you so much for being here i so appreciate everything that you are everything that you will be come and just everything everything so i'm so glad to be connected with you and i cannot tell you yeah how grateful i am so and i will see you next episode and with that we come to the close of yet another epic journey of the aligned empire podcast thank you for tuning in to the frequency of your limitless potential each episode is a code to unlock your unique energetic frequencies of money, business, and your aligned empire. If you feel this episode would resonate with others, please share it forward, creating a ripple effect throughout the universe. Make sure to subscribe to continue this journey of transformation with us. Join us again next week as we continue to rise together, joining a movement that is changing the world. This is Drea Brown, your guide on this journey, signing off.